Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Vunkel. Sup? Sup, sup, sup! Yo, yo, yo. Yo, 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 yo. Hey, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I beat you to it, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 oh. um. <laughs> hey, we're in the right mood for playing D&D. Are indeed. They will be reprising their roles as Tommy Hawkins, our gunslinger rogue, Sophia Landrin, our fighter cleric, and Mr. Dick Fate, our half-orc barbarian. And, well, last week was a lot of chatting, I think. Uh, you got to know a, uh, a new but also old character that none of you had ever met before as you went on board the Mego ship and uh, rescued one uh, Matthias Aikens. Got to be, got to be one of those weird experiences, hasn't it? When, when like everybody listening knows exactly who he is, and we're we all know exactly who he is, and yet we're like, who's this guy? <laughs> one of those weird quirks of D and D, and especially playing one shots in the same universe and things. Yeah. And the um, yeah, all the Dreamlands fun, which is gradually biting us in the ass more and more. Thanks, awesome. Roga. Yeah. Well, thanks. So so welcome. Well, I'm so glad yeah. you're dead. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Rogar aside, uh, you chatted to Mr. Aikens, and he uh, told you a thing or two. One, that he had some goodies on board the ship that apparently the Mego were going to bring to the Crawling Chaos's mortal servants. And two, that he wanted to get the fuck out of there and was happy to join your crew as long as you were happy to let him. And he was free to offer information to uh, Barter for that, as well as having uh, Rogar's uh, GPS coordinates. So <laughs> he had a few things up his sleeve to at least get you guys to accept him, despite his obviously incredibly dodgy nature and morality that shifts with the wind, as well as loyalty. Uh, yeah, you, you agreed. You picked up some new items. You picked up a, a fancy lightning gun, which is made of some bizarre alien technology that you have never seen before, which I think you handed off to Mr. Fate. You picked up two potions, um, one of which lets you see into a moment in time and basically works like the divination spell on that moment in time, and one that apparently gives you the gift of immortality. And then finally, there was a book, a fun book book that you decided not to open and not to look at and shoved in the bag of holding. Of course. For the time being. I mean, let's be honest, we haven't had the greatest experience with books recently, particularly Tommy. Tommy <laughs> does not have a great time with books. And Did you that's not just not, uh, from a Yes, book? well, yeah, yeah, that's a bit different, though. I can read a book about, like, how to stealth better, or how to be smart, or how, how, to be, how to eat better. Uh, Self-health book. Self-help books are fine for Tommy, but yes, I don't have a great experience with uh, magical tomes, shall we say. Mm-hmm. Well, Do we know it's magical, or better. did you just... Uh, for now... I feel it. For now, <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just hoofed it into the bag of holding, and we'll sort it out a little bit later. Mm. No, all you do know about it was that, as I say, those items were um, supposed to be hand-delivered to uh, some of your enemies. And you decided not to tell Matthias about the book, but let him know about the other two, as he helped you uh, identify the potions. It's, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of 
pretty much where we left off. This sort of uneasy alliance formed. Matthias is on your ship, kind of installed in a cargo hold with all his uh, bizarre Amigo technology. But as a brain in a jar, can't really do a lot, as long as you keep him isolated and don't give him the means to move around. But maybe that's what you want. We'll find out in the future, I guess. <laughs> For the time being, yes. And while you uh, exhausted what questions you had for him initially, he decided it's time to get some rest, and then you would set off back, presumably, to the material plane. However, as is always fun to do, as you went to sleep, I decided to pick on one of you, and for Yay. once it was Mr. Fate. Yeah, it's not me! Yeah, you <laughs> Good luck, bro. We're rooting for you. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. Cheers, we, like, we, we like Dick Fate. If it was Rogar, we'd be like, nah, fuck him. <laughs> 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 well, we like Dick Fate. <laughs> He's a smart orc. The smartest. <laughs> Like an oxymoron, isn't it? <laughs> smart orc. <laughs> yeah, there are there are there are smart orcs. Uh, I don't. I think there have been seldom as smart orcs as this orc, but there there have been smart orcs before. Exactly. This particular half orc is uh, certainly up there. In fact, probably one of the smartest people on the planet. And uh, what what yeah. this, this this when you say this planet, do you mean this um, plane? I mean the material plane, but probably a lot of other planes too. Okay. Okay. You're bigging him up, aren't you? What are you well, trying to? Run. You're gonna kill him, aren't you? That's it. <laughs> smart. <laughs> I'm a smart boy. <laughs> well, what's he put to it? The nineteen intellect. That that's that's yep. pretty uh tasty. That's man with a plan there. Exactly, not to be sniffed at. I'm not sniffing him. Okay. Well, I am. Let's but see that's how not it goes, shall we? <laughs> 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 uh, so. Mr. Fate, as you close your eyes for the evening and decide to get some rest, you begin to dream. And initially it doesn't feel like a dream. You blink a few times, open your eyes fully, and you're in your bedroom on board your airship. Nothing's changed except you can hear what sounds like ticking back and forth rhythmically. It's a little bit disturbing in terms of it's hard to sleep, this sort of noise. Almost a little bit like a clock, but you don't own any such thing. There's no clockwork machinery on the airship, as far as you're aware. And so it uh, drives you from your bed, and you go into the main, I suppose, living space of your bedroom. As you get into there, you spy exactly what's making that noise. There's a small device that is got a little handle going back and forth. You recognize it as a metronome. And that metronome is sat on top of what looks like a rather impressive grand piano, at which you see Mr. Dick Fate, who begins playing for you some smooth jazz. Yes. It goes on for a few minutes. You're obviously a little confused, but he's, he's very good. Until he eventually pauses, stops the metronome, and stands up. And you see... He looks a little different to how you normally look. He's not naked and wearing a duster. He's got quite a smart jacket. He's got a smoking pipe that he picks up from the side of the uh, piano. He's got a pair of glasses, very nice-looking hat. Still pantsless, because he is Mr. Dickfade. And uh, is still averse to pants, no matter what. Man's got to hang free. <laughs> mm -hmm. But he walks around the piano and 
walks over to you now spy is quite a nice fireplace with a couple of armchairs. He sits down and gestures for you to take a seat. Yes, I uh, uh, I will definitely take a seat. Uh, thank you for joining me, Dick. <laughs> so good that we get to meet. Yes, uh, Dick. It is nice to meet. Um, I must say, very well played there. Smooth jazz is uh, perfection at this moment in time. He nods and goes, Ah, oh, thank you, thank you. I only recently started practicing, but have a bit of a knack for it. Would you care for some brandy? Dick would absolutely love some brandy, thank you. He uh, takes a couple of glasses from a small drinks cabinet just within arm's reach, pulls out a, uh, a carafe and pours you both some brandy hands you over the glass, and then takes a sip himself. So, um, as I say, it's good to get to speak. It's, um, I suppose you could say I've been looking forward to this. It's always good to catch up with oneself. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. I find it, uh, quite refreshing, you know. Indeed. And I think we might have a lot to talk about. But... To save on a little bit of confusion, let's simplify things. <laughs> of course you are, Mr. Fate. Why don't you call me the, um... How about you call me the Professor? <laughs> <laughs> I like that, yes, I... We, 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 can, we, can, we can do this. So, uh, Professor, what is it you, uh... You want to, uh, get off your chest to dig fate? Ah, uh, well, you and I probably share this thought. <laughs> but given our new perspective on life, and he kind of taps the hat on his head, and you assume maybe hiding under that he has the circlet on, the band of intellect that has uh, enhanced you recently. He has, yes, given the new perspective, it has put a lot of things, I suppose you could say, into focus that I've not really thought about before. A lot of new sensations and new ideas rushing to the forefront. Okay, uh, these ideas, uh, these ideas, um, differing from our usual ideas? Hmm, I wouldn't say so. As you and I both know, a goal in life should be a noble one. To be exalted in your deeds. To be someone who helps. Of course, we have much to atone for, though I don't quite remember exactly why. It is confusing. But I do know that that's still true. In some ways, I guess I don't feel quite such a burden from that, but it still feels like a need, wouldn't you say? Yes, I, uh, I too struggle with that, uh, the memory of why, but uh, cannot help the feeling. It is most perplexing, but what I have realized is I suppose in many ways the acts we have tried to do to atone have been quite small. Good, of course. Necessary, we have helped people. But now that we are able to understand a bigger picture, Perhaps there is more we can do. Mm, you mean, uh, 
You might, you, hmm, are you talking about the war that, uh, know that Ofrin was talking about in that letter. I did find that most interesting, though how we came to this point, I'm not sure. That was concerning, but I think our first thought on that was correct. If we if we struck now, I do think we throw ourselves away. Perhaps that could be some heroics to perform, but I think we would have perished. Not that we should ignore it. I fear it will come for us eventually, but hopefully we will be prepared. And I suppose that's what my thoughts have turned towards. I don't think either of us realize just how dire certain situations were. And it seems that our companions had hidden a few points from us. Perhaps they think that we could not understand, and that is fair, but now that we know just how dark this night is going to get, I think it's time that we consider just what we could do against it. Yes, uh, I, uh, I too agree. This is far more concerning a situation, and though I fight the urge to run straight in, Perhaps there is further information to be gathered. Indeed. It has been a, a difficult situation. We have never known much about our enemy. Were they before us? Yes, we could crush them. If they would fight us in the open. <sighs> he kind of hits you with this big toothy grin. Yes, we could trade blows and cast them down. But while they hide... It is difficult to know where to strike. So, so, uh, so, what do we think? Talking to, uh, thinking to oneself, Dick is thinking, clearly we are on the right path, but maybe there is, maybe there is, Someone who may know more. Possibly. Possibly. We have met a few individuals who know bits and pieces of their plans. And I believe we now have something that they want, correct? Something that they viewed as important. You mean you mean the uh you mean the brain. Brain in the brain in the jar? No, well, hmm, he would be interesting to hmm, find out more about, but our friends said that they were delivering items, yes. We have the gun, but I am curious about what exactly was so important about these things. Maybe these, uh, maybe these potions have further, further value, but, uh... Somehow, I don't imagine they're going to let Dick just drink them. Possibly not. There is also the book as well. That may contain information that we could use. We have the tools of the enemy. Depends if we can turn them against them. I worry about our companions. 
They kept things from us, through no fault of their own, but that doesn't paint the best picture, and I do worry about their goals. They are quite self-focused, whereas you and I, we know that there is a greater war to fight, a great good that must be done. Agreed. Though, I understand the course that we are on, and I understand the need for allies. Maybe this, uh, maybe this course is too slow. Maybe, maybe the brain and the book, maybe there's the answer. And the weapons of the enemy against them. Yes. I, uh, I can see how we might strike them a mighty blow. Yes. Oh, it would be difficult. I... I worry that we lack the strength to truly hurt them. And we must take what we can get to even those odds. <sighs> Too many people focus on the small, on the insignificant, whereas we... We must focus on the bigger, on the grander game, now that we can see it. Our enemies are numerous intelligent and ruthless so must we be agreed he nods at you and he kind of raises his glass to clink against yours dick will raise his glass too okay and then with the cheers the dream ends and dick you awaken it is morning everyone you're all nice and rested on your uh, second day in the plane of air First morning of it, at least. Yeah, fuck off, Barmer. <laughs> <laughs> Look, everybody liked liked Barmer, and when it came down to it, he was a good guy. Yeah, but he also he no. realised he couldn't use the weapons of the enemy against him. In the end. Yeah, well, you know, did he? Or did yeah, he? It, get chance. it only. Get, he only cost him his life. And look, and, and it, uh, uh, look at the end of the day, right? If they give him Boromir, it right, we don't know what powers Boromir would have had. Frodo he, was the worst person to let have it. He Frodo, Frodo was pretty terrible, right? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to dispute that. But also, we all know that because Sean Bean played Boromir, that he was going to die. It's <laughs> <So, laughs> not a great person to entrust the ring to either. <laughs> to be fair, as long as we didn't give it to his dad, who would have just got lots of cherry tomatoes, we'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that scene traumatized a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, he, he was a dick to Faramir, but dude, that that tomato scene. Come on, yeah. <laughs> by far the worst thing he did. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so we we awake. Does that mean we're back to full health? Yep, all good. Uh, does that mean that um, Dick Fate oh. is? Back to full health, as in, like, because he was like, being atrophied. Yep. 
Yep. yep. All of you uh, recover any lost um, ability scores that seem to have only been a temporary thing caused by the wounds. So as they have now healed, you're good. I I, I, ju- I just spend some uh, you know a bit of point highlighting that because Bunkle told me just before the session that he spent a lot of time co- calculating all of that. Um, yes, <laughs> between <laughs> sessions to, to only find that it's completely pointless. Um, <laughs> I even had to go back and listen to some of the old episodes to find out what my max health actually was. Because I didn't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Well, I had a nice night's sleep. Yeah, me too. Dick had, Dick had a very thoughtful night's sleep. Dick is going to go straight from his room to find Mister Hawkins. An interesting thing is, by the way, just just completely off off uh, off that. I ha- also had an idea of um, Professor, Professor Richard Fate Esquire. Uh, separately, and I've done a picture of it that I'll post on the uh, Patreon Discord later on. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> Com- completely, um, completely before knowing anything about this episode. So, yeah. Funny times. <laughs> Free fan art. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you, you're, off, you're off to find me, are you? Yes. yes to- Tommy, Tommy's kind of languishing in his beds. Um, you know, still feeling a bit sore. No, I mean he's he's actually you know he's he's actually almost too sad to do that this morning, almost. Um, almost. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the, the the loss of R four was uh, still pretty raw at the moment. Um, I mean e- even I felt it as a um, as a player only opening one character sheet Aww. at the start Aww. of the session. That yeah, Tommy's is a little bit sad. Um, so yeah, so Tommy's not 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 feeling quite his normal self this morning. Um, but yeah, he's he's not all that keen to get up and start the day. But he'll he's sort of gradually moving about. Cool, cool. Okay, well, well, I guess. Dick's, Dick's, go on. <laughs> I was going to say, I assume you hear a knock at your door. Then you are uh, slowly getting out of bed and dressed and everything. Uh, all right, in a minute. Who is it? Um, who is it? Tommy, Tommy is Dick. I, uh, I just wondered if I, uh, might have a look at those things that came from the other ship. Just, uh, you know, I obviously, with me not being able to go over, and, for, uh, let, let's call, let's, let's not go into the battle, because Dick is a true hero and survived. You know, yeah, I, you did. Uh, yes, I think, though, I think there was a, a movie where, that uh, was written about this, and um, you know, uh, I think it should definitely should definitely be turned into a play. You know, uh, you know, falls to the ground, and you know, bullet. You know, those those things that come out of your uh, your weapons. You know, flying through dick bullets, I believe you call them. You know, and he reaches up to the sky, and then some guy goes, "Survive! Damn well, Dick survived." Of course, hey. I. Of course, I'm spitballing a little bit here, but um, yes, <laughs> right, uh, yeah, yeah, good effort and all that. Yeah, you, you did, you did, you did hang in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a pretty shit fight, wasn't it? We got absolutely fucking mullered. We lost our four. Still pissed off about that. Um, you wanted to look at the things. You you got the gun, haven't you? Yes, yes. Dick has the gun, but um, you know, it's uh. It's not exactly the easiest thing to dick for uh, Dick to truly get an understanding of, but uh, I know obviously you're not going to let me drink the potions. I know, I know, I'm not that silly. Um, well, not yet, anyway. No, no, 
I do I do think uh, being able to look into the future right now, you know, to see if we actually survive this oncoming war might actually be quite useful. But nevertheless, Dick wanted to look at the book because Dick thinks the book might be able to help him with the gun. Or, if you prefer, I can ask the brain. Oh, you can ask the brain about the gun, yeah. Um, I'm not sure about this book because it gave a weird aura and I know you haven't been there. Well, you don't really remember, do you? You you lost your memories of how you uh, why you murdered all them people. Um, but you told what? us about. I love how but casual it, that sentence is. You lost your memories of how you murdered all those people, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What yeah. Dick, well, Dick murder people. Dick only kills bad guys. Look. Yeah. Not not when you were under the influence of the uh, of the King in Yellow. Thanks to uh, thanks to that book. So. Uh, yeah, I can I can appreciate why you uh, might be a little bit less. Well, uh, I'm just treating treat now. Your I, with, now look. Dick has the headband. Dick, look. Dick just wanted to have a look. If you want to be there while Dick looks, you can make sure Dick is okay. Last, honestly, mate, you, you don't you don't remember this because you uh, you decided to le- delete that memory. But last time you looked at a book, you. Uh, you went on a killing spree for Samuel Crenn uh, for quite some time and only recently got out of it just before you met us, actually, um, after we had to... Uh... Can I just... Sorry, can I just double-check? Is it was the, is, is that actually... Do we actually know what memories we got rid of or do we, did think... we just lose them? <laughs> you, oh, as in, like, do you know what you lost? Yeah. Is that what you're asking? No, it's just like a big gap in time. Now, like, it's back to almost before uh, Montel found you, where you first woke up and you were like, what the hell's been going on for the last year and a bit, or however long it was? Okay, okay. You just have a blank. You're just like, hey, I remember going to fight a dragon. I remember hanging out with Kren and Kurt and uh, the one I killed, whose name I don't remember. <laughs> Sorry, Flo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was that... Was it was oh yeah shit it was uh tough 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 yes tough. yeah I should remember so memorable tough. you motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> tough like dandelion and burdock yeah. yeah yeah anyway yeah you remember I was just like trying to understand being if anybody else would understand that I'd lost those memories I'm I I think I think didn't we well t- Tommy knows because he had to give away a memory and I'm pretty sure do we know about it uh, maybe maybe I'm bullshitting then. But I thought I thought I know, I'm just I'm just I'm, this is what I want to check because I because yeah. the way I played it is I don't remember any of it. So if I don't remember it, would, it would can't you have happened. That's the bit I don't remember. So here's the thing. Tommy obviously knows what you did. Tommy doesn't know that you don't know. Right. Okay. So I'm like, yeah, don't you remember the time that you murdered all those people? Basically, just just yeah, edit my last yeah, comment yeah. to say yeah. more like, a, don't you remember? <laughs> Well, why would you want to look at another another creepy fucking magical book again? After all that, um, I have no idea what you are talking about. Dick has never read a book until like what a couple of days ago. Well, you know, um, so much so much read it is like be absorbed by it effectively, turning you into the thrall of the king in yellow, just like me. That's the thing we have in common. You and me, we both uh, ended up, except you got a little bit further down the rabbit hole and ended up uh, taking on the role of guard Captain Emmerich. You you remember ringing a bell? 
killed a bunch um, of people. I don't, I'm not entirely sure where, village. I, I'm not entirely sure where rabbits fit into this. Um, but uh, no, I do. I uh, refuse your claims. I am um, <laughs> Dick Fate. I am a true hero. I have never done anything wrong in, in well, anything. Uh, and I've never committed the atrocities that you speak. But um, so you what you're saying you is you are going to read the book. You definitely did all those things. Do you not remember that? Is Hang on. In the cave, we had to choose to lose a memory. I remember choosing. I don't remember what, my, what I lost, but I remember having to choose a memory. Do you remember that? Anyway, back to the back to the moment at hand. Uh, we need to live in the now. Let's not live in the past. <laughs> uh, no, I'm pretty sure that's a fundamental part of your psyche. And uh, no, I'm not... fun- fundamental is we live in the now. It's all about the now. It's about the here and the now. Do some uh, reading exercises. Yeah. So you decided because, to give up some your... reading recently, and. Uh, no, it's about being mindful, about being here in the now. We need to breathe in, hold it for four seconds, then breathe out. Be in the now. So you gave up the old memory of of what you why you needed to atone. Okay, fine. Right, yeah. Well relax uh, relax each part each muscle, each part of your body one at a time. It's very but mate, I'm 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 not being funny, right? I'm in my skivvies right now. Uh I'm not hugely up for this chat with somebody okay fine you gave up the the fundamental part of who you were that's fine but i'm not about to open the book right now we'll we'll have a chat later all right but okay but we're going to read the book good right i shall we'll talk to sophia later on mate i shall uh, i shall let you finish one out and i will come back later what has what has happened to you because Yesterday, you couldn't really give a shit. What what has changed? Well, Dick, Who have uh, you been talking to? Dick has been talking to Dick. And, uh, but, nevertheless, Dick thought, uh, thought it best you take the lead yesterday. You guys, you know, you guys brought the brain over here. And, uh, you know, you and the, you guys and the brain have a, have a what should I say, a mutual acquaintance, you know. Just sounds like a fine young fellow. Um, of course, except for all of the uh, the evil doing, but um, you know, uh, I think, think, think the uh, fundamentally the evil doing was his entire personality by the end. Well, everyone has to have a hobby. Exactly, everyone has to have a hobby, and he seemed quite funny at times. I mean, the the butt slapping is fantastic humor. Perhaps, but, but um, the the entire kind of world we're living in now, with all the problems, the entire fight and the entire war we're against, the, he was pretty much exactly on the opposite side. So, yeah, yeah, a few jokes, great, but um, not entirely sure that that accounts for it all. And if you'd like to chat a bit more about some of his uh, failings, you're you're welcome. If there's anything you don't think we've covered so far, because, well, I uh, mean. You know, uh, at the end of the day, Dick wasn't the one who, uh, you know, allied up with him and helped him out. But, um, True. but uh, yes, no, 
That's fine. I uh, will go and allow you to pick up those techniques I just gave you for some mindfulness uh, to bring you into the now. And, you know, uh, don't forget the serotonin. It releases a lot of serotonin. Oh, is it serotonin or oxytocin? I can't remember. It's one of the two. But nevertheless, I'm going to go and let you finish mindfulness and masturbation. And I will go and talk to the brain okay dick's gonna walk away and go talk to the brain now oh he has a weird feeling like he hasn't felt since talking to rogar and uh, feeling like there's a bit of character bleed going on but we'll see <laughs> <laughs> okay so you're off to go talk to matthias i am yes okay um all right so you make your way down to the cargo hold and you walk into the room that is full of all the Mego technology. As you do so, you are uh, basking in the sickly green light of uh, Matthias's uh, brain cylinder that is still active. As you uh, walk into the room and sort of announce yourself, the brain starts to move and goes, Hello? Ah, you, the half-orc, I believe. Mr. Dick Fate, was that the name? Ah, yes, Brain in Cylinder. Yes, I am Dick Fate. DMD, MD, Doctor, all the D. I'm Dick, and I just wanted to try and understand why you are now here. You mean literally in this room, or what exactly? Here, on this plane, where were you going? Why were you going there? Ah, I was going to meet their ex-friend, Clanless Rogar. He had requested my services as part of some sort of group he was forming. I agreed to join him on the basis of the gathering of information. He agreed to share said information. He alluded to having access to some rather rare texts and all sorts of hidden secrets that he wanted to share. And, ah, such is my weakness, I can't turn such an offer down. Interesting. So, um, these texts... That he spoke of any any ideas any inkling as to what they were would rogar have told him about the king in yellow books i think rogar had it on his person he, he, he think you showed him he right gave him well he gave him max landron's notes his notebook uh, yeah. on the manuscripts so that he had a bit of an idea of what it uh, was okay um right so yeah, he'll say that Rogar showed him some interesting notes on a variety of uh, ancient and hidden texts. I can I interject, by the way, um, just only to say that Tommy's mulled over that conversation you were having, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's a bit. It just feels a little bit out of the blue. So he's a bit concerned. You've, now you go off to go and talk to him. So he's he's popped his pants on. He's got dressed, and he's gonna kind of follow your footsteps and head down that direction. So he'll turn up at some point. Okay, certainly. Okay. Uh, yeah. 
I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. In Tommy's mind, he's thinking the last time he ignored weird signs from a uh, friend. Uh, yeah, the world got fucked. So. <laughs> 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 no, no, it's fair. It's fair. It was pretty strange. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so, what do you say to Matthias? So, uh, so he showed you some notes. What was in these notes? What? I'm trying to understand your motives. It's very strange that, uh, well, you're a brain in the jar. <laughs> well, quite as a brain in a jar, there isn't a lot I can really do now, is there, other than consume knowledge. Your friend offered me information that I did not have, and... Frankly, there's very few pleasures left in my life. Of course, there are certain spots of information that are far more curious to me. I am aware of a number of ancient and long-forgotten texts that are scattered around. I'd always wanted to read some of them, and some of the notes I was provided with did hint towards their existence. And I got the impression that Rogar may have had access to them, so I was curious to join along and see where that particular path led. I have a lot of time on my non-existent hands, you could say. I'll say at that point, just towards the end of that answer, Tommy, that's when you would catch up to Dick, as you have taken a little bit of time to dress and then follow him down. You knew where he was going, so, you know, it's not that hard. Yep, yep. So, uh, Tommy, you enter the room as a... Uh, Matthias is just bobbing in his chamber, and Dick is stood there contemplating. I guess. Morning, Dick. Morning, Matthias. Just, uh, just thought I'd come in and um, listening on the uh, on the little chat uh, about maybe maybe we can get some insight about uh, whatever's sparked your thoughts, Dick, about what we're doing. Hope you don't Dick mind. Is... No, no, no. Dick is simply trying to understand. Um, Dick is trying to understand mo- what. Matthias was, shall we say, promised what he he mentioned that he knew Rogar. He mentioned that he can find Rogar at any time, and uh, but as with all good uh, good deals, there is often a back and forth, and Dick was simply trying to understand what drove Matthias to where he is now, and why he was looking for your friend, or. Oh, my friend. Um, as it turns out, it is to, of course, to do with knowledge, and specifically forgotten texts. Though I do note, Brain in Jar, that you have not said what these texts could do, or even what they are. Hmm. Well, there are a great deal of forgotten and forbidden texts out there. The Book of Eben, that's a curious one, written by some sort of wizard. Very strange and rare book. Most of it accounts the events of Eben's life, but it contains a great deal of magic within it. A great deal of knowledge and of power. Another, of course, there are the Seleno fragments, pieces of transcripts written by, well, written by a long-forgotten doctor who 
claim to have visited this distant star system, containing notes about a great library and information on those that would exist outside and want to find a way in. Then there's the often dangerous book known as just The King in Yellow. Apparently it's some sort of play, but by reading it your mind is completely ensnared by the being known as Haster. Very dangerous book. <laughs> I know that one. Been there. Uh, Been ensnared by that. Bought a t-shirt. So is, uh, so is Dick Fate as well, to be fair, but he doesn't remember it because he... Uh, Apparently wipe that memory. Mm, I see. Yes, and of course, <laughs> the most important of them all, the one that contains the truly most hidden fragments of knowledge, there is the Necronomicon, a book I would have greatly loved to read. That about dead people, then? Mm. Necro? Nom? Eating dead people? Something like that. <laughs> ah, you must forgive the name, but what it is is the most complete tome of knowledge widely available to anyone. It contains the darkest secrets that the outer gods would hide from the world. It tells you about their servants, their creations. It tells you about how to create things that could channel their will, and it is even said that it contains just the right rituals to bring them through to wherever you are. Bringing gods free? Oh, yes. Possibly not entirely. I've never <laughs> tried it myself, but maybe it has the right information in there to fully bring forth such entities. Fucking eight gods. Interesting. Really enjoy you have. Go on. Oh, I was just going to say, apparently it can also allow you to summon their servants and bind them to your will, or at least a manner of control. But as I said, I've not read it. I've only heard rumour. Interesting. Brain in jar, you have been most helpful. But I uh, do aspire to be. As for now, in the now, I would like to suggest some mindfulness techniques. No, I would not. What I would, what I find interesting is, you are here. You are, unfortunately, the way that you are, at our will. Hmm. What? Uh, what's what's your plan here? Smarter brain like yourself must uh, m must be must be thinking of what's next. Well, I suppose that depends upon the kindness of strangers. I am somewhat stuck here. Unless you could figure out a way to implant my brain in something, I am pretty much bound to this machinery, which is frustrating, of course. I have often wondered if the Migo had the technology to allow me movement. But without hands, it's a little difficult to build anything, you must understand. Dick's just going to look over at Tommy and kind of raise an eyebrow. Mate, not yet, all right? 
just just uh it's not a it's not even a suggestion it's uh it's for later just it's not been 24 hours all right but yeah okay brain i will uh i will come down i will bring some uh some books that we have around to try and keep you uh entertained shall we say ah most appreciated it is very dull down here but I'm somewhat used to that. I say Dick doesn't have any books at the minute, but um, I will peruse whatever library we have on here and see if there's anything that I could just give him to make him less bored. Didn't I, did I give him the book that I've been reading? You I gave him the book on I assume he's a brain. I assume he read, does nothing but read and survive. I've got, I've got that other book that I'm reading at the moment, but I haven't finished it yet. You can have that when I'm done as well. About um, healthy eating and stuff, raising your constitution. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I've got anything else either in my inventory, so we can have a look, see. Obviously, apart from the book. Yes, but... apart from the book. So yeah. um, when we get away from the brain, Dick's just going to turn. Well, when I assume we're out of, we're quite far out of earshot. I don't, I don't. Obviously, I don't know how far a brain can hear, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I would want to be pretty sure we're out of earshot. I'm just going to turn to... Dick's just going to turn to Tommy and just be like, okay, so... um, Is it safe to assume that the book we found is one of the texts he is talking about? And therefore, we definitely don't give it to the brain. Um, I'm almost 100% confident whatever the book is maybe it isn't one of the ones he mentioned but whatever it is it is one that our enemies very much want to get their hands on um now i would not i have not mentioned it to the brain i wasn't planning to mention it to the brain uh i I trust the brain to tell us what it knows it seems to want to do that but i do not trust it to be an ally yet i think it's not Perhaps in our best interest to tell it everything. Okay, that's 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 fine. But uh, this uh, this this book, just think, could we use it for good? Look, mate, I've not even opened it. Maybe. Totally knew it's bad. Look, I've not even opened it. Maybe, but and you may you don't remember this, right? But I'm telling you, it's true. Whether whether or not you believe it, how much you believe, I'm not. I've not. I'm not lied to you, ever. I may not have told you everything at a time, but I, I'm quite happy to do so now, mate. Look, there are books out there that read you back. No, no, Dick is. That's fine. Dick just wants to understand where we stand. Well, we need to. If we have the opportunity and we have the ability to strike back, do you not think we should use it at the earliest opportunity? Yes, but I also think we need to talk to everyone and make sure everyone's on board and make sure everyone's aware of what we're doing. And also, and also, I want you to be honest with me. What changed last night? Who have you been talking to? What happened? Because, no, no, Dick, because I'm, Dick. I'm honestly... Mate, you've come in today with a bee in your bonnet about this book, and yesterday 
you couldn't give a shit about it. So what's what's that? It's, it's as Dick tried to say. It is not that Dick did not care. Dick is smarter now and points to his headband. Dick is trying to gather all information to understand all options, and that is why Dick wanted to look at the book, understand the book. Can we use it to help our cause? Dick spoke to the brain because Dick wanted to understand what compels the brain. Can he provide information? Can he, if we treat him the right way, become useful to our cause? We are in dire straits. We must try everything. So, uh, I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy... I don't have and any... I haven't lied. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that, that's the thing. That's the thing, though. I, t- Tommy, Tommy's going to be like literally looking into you because, because I'll be honest, you freaked him out, and because <laughs> because like the, the Dick's Dick's known for being kind of stoic and you know having a plan. Right, well, let's do this. But he's not normally. He's never kind of come across as being someone who's like suddenly has whims and is off on one. And the, 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 the person who had whims and ulterior motives previously, uh, yeah, has burnt Tommy slightly. Uh, so that's why he's a bit cautious, that's why he's a bit nervous, and that's why he's, uh, he's now kind of looking you in the eye, like, are you telling me everything? And Tommy's doing, a, doing, a, uh, doing an insight check to see, is, is, is Dick Fate actually telling me everything here? Is he being honest? Do I roll persuasion? Yeah, I'd say roll persuasion. It'd be interesting. I rolled a four. Mm-hmm. So you think I'm lying? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm I, not. <laughs> I don't think you're lying. Well, you, you came across pretty clumsy, but I don't think you're lying, but I do feel like there's something you're not telling me. I'd say he's coming across a bit like furtive, a little bit more adamant about this than you certainly would have expected from him. And you don't know if it's... Maybe he's sensing some sort of danger from this whole situation. He's like, let's do it now. Or maybe there is something pressing on him that you don't realize. I'm, I'm with you in the need to act. I think we've got a fairly solid plan going at the moment. Um, I'm pretty confident we need, to, uh, we need to get a shift on to the Spire. But look, let's, let's gather Rorik and Sophia and we'll have a chat about this book. Oh, well, well away from the brain. In a jar. Agreed. Yeah. I um. I would. I do think that, that I wouldn't have brought um fucking Zola on the uh, airship if I thought he was gonna turn on us immediately. I don't think that's the case. But I also don't trust him as an ally yet. So let's let's uh, let's let's see if Sophia's having some breakfast. And what are you up to, Sophia? Oh, cool. <laughs> 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 no, I think that I'm probably like picking my teeth. <laughs> yeah, I imagine you'll be like staring daggers at Rorik across the breakfast table. <laughs> While picking my teeth. Yeah, oh, 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 absolute oh. silence between the two of you, and like Solaris just sat there, like, anyone gonna talk? No? <laughs> um, I miss something. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised you're not gloating, actually. Oh, yeah, Mr. Cleric, fa- fam- famous cleric, famous, fantastic, amazing cleric. How many times do I have to save your life again? <laughs> um, sorry was it was it four or five let's let's have a think right and there was that time that i had to drag you physically out of the combat yeah 
Yeah, praise be to Mor- Moradin for guiding your hand there. <laughs> oh, fuck Moradin, you fucking twat. Such <laughs> a nice dude. <laughs> oh, he's such a nice dude. <laughs> I should have let Kellenvor have you, twat. I like how... Uh, as I feel is always the case, if I introduce a nice character, you guys are the most suspicious and hateful of them. I introduce, <laughs> introduce a guy who is blatantly evil and doesn't care about any of you, and you're like, kind of like him. Seems yeah. cool, dude. <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not. You're not wrong, okay. We don't learn our lessons, all right? <laughs> Ah, okay, well, Sophia, Rurik, and Solara are having a very icy breakfast as the two of you uh, come in. Uh, morning, boys and girls. Um, Mr. Fate here has uh, been on one a bit this morning. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we've been down to see the uh, uh, the brain in the jar, and uh, and he's got a bit of a bee in his bonnet about a book. So I'll let him tell you. Dick does not have a bee in his bonnet. Dick just thinks you people don't understand the gravity of the situation. Uh, we understand the gravity perfectly well. It's just, uh, just it's it's a it's a bit of a bit of a sudden turn. That's all. It's uh, this this is what happens when you are quiet and try and gather information. Um, Dick is now, as you have probably gathered, Dick is now smart. Dick is, has a love for smooth jazz. Dick has a love for Barry Manilow. And, uh, Dick's Barry always White. loved Barry Manilow. <sighs> yes. And um, now, what can I say? Uh, I just think that uh, we should look at every single option. We have new options. We have the Ladakh. Dick thinks we should look. And if possible, use them. Quite simple, really. Are you talking about the book? He's, for- he's, he's talking about the book, and he's forgotten that the last time he read a book, he went evil and crazy and under the whim of Samuel Kren and uh, King in Yellow for some time. Look, the, How do you the, last time, the last time I read a book, it was on how to play the piano, which I think you will find I am now proficient at. Dick. Then, just, how do you forget? Just, uh, you remember how that? Do you forget yeah. that? Do you remember we had to? Did, did Sophia have to lose any memories? Nope. Oh wait a minute! Uh, no, I did. I did. Yeah, I lost the memory of um, being tortured. Do you remember the trials? We had to lose a memory if we fucked up. Yeah. Nope. Well, do you remember we had to choose to lose a memory? You just don't remember what you've lost because I don't. But I remember having I to choose. I didn't lose a memory. Why does no one remember they had to choose? I remember choosing, I just don't remember what I lost. Is it like when you pat your pockets and you think you've forgotten something? I remember distinctly, it was like you have to choose to lose a memory. And I was like, all right, okay then. And then I don't remember anything else. Did you know there's a song so you don't forget things in your pockets? It's like phone wallet keys. Not that I know why people carry phones nowadays. It's probably a book of some kind. (laughs) You, none of you remember having to make the choice. Wait, yeah, okay, see that you, we did, what? You see, you say, you say I'm the one who's acting different. You, sir, you, you're the one who come up with these memory stories. Anyway, back to what Dick was saying. Dick thinks that we need to at least look at what the book is. I'm not even saying open it. I'm just saying look at the front, the, the, the cover. Just 
understand what it is that we have, why the enemy want it, and what is the best course of action to do with it. If we continue to wander around with it, how do you know that they don't know where it is? Well, look, to be honest... It's us. Yeah, they, they might well do. Yeah, I'm not adverse to having a look at the, the outside of the book. I just shoved it in the bag because I didn't want fucking brain boys to find out about it at that point. And I thought we'd deal with it later. Now is later, so I'm not adverse to it. It just it's a bit of a just just we a bit of a shock. A good track record. Whip it out books. on the whip it out on the table. Right, and then let's, afterwards I get a book out. Yeah. <laughs> Even smart dick appreciates good penis space humor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all in the name, isn't it? Thank you yep. for covering that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> but yes, let's, we are all here. So we can all keep an eye on each other. And who knows? Maybe uh, Elf Girl will get her memories back. We are going to a tower full of smart people, right? We're literally just about to go there. Wouldn't it be more prudent to wait? I mean... Uh, to a point, Sophia, but I also don't necessarily trust everyone in the spire. No offence, Solara. Um, so... yes, I'd like to point out um, the uh, you have spoken about a very powerful wizard who came from said spire and is now being controlled by the god we are at war with. So, um, yeah, not trusting those people. Look, Tommy's going to put on a glove. <laughs> and he's going to reach into his bag of holding, root around a bit, past um, past the various other th- other bits and pieces we've got in there, uh, <laughs> various potions, um, bits and bobs, um, trophies taken from monsters, um, 50 feet of rope that he has in there, <laughs> some pitons, which he's never used, uh, <laughs> tinderbox, the hammer, crowbar, um, root- rooting around, and uh, yep, there's, there he feels the edge of the book. And carefully, with two fingers, he's gonna that the two fingers. Uh, he's gonna draw out the book carefully and rest it on the table in front of him. That was it. Dick's getting up to try and read the cover of the book. I'm gonna keep a finger on top of it. Okay. Uh, trying to read the cover of the book, you don't see any names written on the front of it. You do see that the front is a patchwork of what seems to be maybe different bits of leather. Dick, as you're the one looking at it, do me a do me a nature check. Okay. It's human skin, isn't it? Well, uh, do I do I get advantage because other people are looking with me, or is it just straight up? Uh, I just straight up. Okay. Twenty five. Yeah, that's not leather. Oh, Yummy. So yeah, I'm going to tell him that's made of. Sp- Flesh or skin? Uh, skin. It's the Ogmovinium from Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> well, <Me that. laughs> not far off, is it? I mean, Hermes Mora is um, yeah, based on similar concepts. Old Yogi Boy, in fact. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's no so words on the front cover. Um, well, if, if we had Rogar, he could he could gnaw a bit of it and see. Okay, so open it, or shall we have a vote? I, I would not like to. Rurik, can you cast any spells on this, or 
I don't know, protection of good and evil? Somebody Does has, that work on... I was going to say, some, somebody has protection from good of evil here, surely. If he has got it twice, I've heard of this. Yeah, probably. Has dispel magic. That you might think might do anything. He has... Actually have good protection from good and evil, actually. Until the spell ends, one creature you touch is protected from certain types of creature. I don't think that counts. No, I don't think it's going to protect you from a book, is it? No. All right, I'm going to... Uh, I have danger sense. Does that mean I can... Uh, I, I can tell The target also can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. Okay, we can try it. Get cast protection of good and good evil on... On... Um, Dickie boy, then. And we'll... Uh, and I'm not going to let him open the book himself. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to draw one of my weapons, rest it on the table next to the book. I'm like, may seem like extreme precautions, but trust me, I know you don't remember, but books are not good. And I'm going to turn. I'm going to. I'm going to suggest that we let him have a look. If once protection from good and evil is. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. I, I'm not. I'm not hopeful about this. This is going to get bad. I, I don't think it's a great idea, but it, it it would be nice to know which of the books we have if it's one of them, and if if it's not one of them, then what the book is and what what if even if we can't use it, what we need to do with it to stop the enemy getting hold of it because clearly that's what they want. Exactly. Exactly. We know they want it, but what is it, and why have we got it? <laughs> I, I I just purely don't like it because Dick's come up with the idea. I, th- I, th- I, 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 I still think. Yeah, but I still you also had it's... a bad dream. I'm well, we, the we smartest don't know person here by a country mile. I think we, we we probably trust him a lot better if he told us what, why he suddenly thought of it, even that it's because he talked to himself in a dream. But um, but right I said now Dick I just talked to Dick. Yeah, but we don't know that. That's what you mean. You spent you just. Just you, like you, talk, you, you all talk to yourselves. It's just because I talk to myself in the third person. Yeah, exactly. But that's what we don't. We don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> and we also don't know what kind of creatures or beings or brains in jars might have the ability to do that. Um, so yeah, but we don't know that you've done that, so we can't say anything about it. So anyway, you're opening. We the we are. I'm gonna. I'm going to open the first page and let. Just dick look there. He, he can't get stuck to having the book open. Then, if something weird happens because he's not opening it, and um, he can hopefully get something from the first page. Okay, so Tommy, you open it and avert your eyes. Sophia, probably as well, I guess. Dick, as you take a look on the first page, you find the title and you see that this book says, scrawled in quite shaky handwriting. It says Necronomicon, penned by Adat Al Azrad. That's all the front page says. Yeah, put it back. You're gonna, gonna, to, gonna have to. You're gonna have to send me that name. But I'm gonna be like, whoa! <laughs> right. I'm did gonna you read quote. out what the, 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 the... Matt? Did just close it. it. Yeah. Did you read it out loud, guys? I'm gonna close the book this... now because I just. Yeah. I'm... This is the Necronomicon. Oh shit, it's the big boy book. They need this bad. Put it back in the bag. Excellent. Right, well, we need to keep this away from them then. 
at all costs. Can we burn it? Can we burn it? Burn a boy. You can't burn, you can't burn such a text. This could be useful. This could be this. We could use this. What? We could use this to win the war. Weapons of the enemy seek only to destroy. You might think you're using it for good, but through you, it would only do evil. Name that film. Elrond. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> right, well, we're not going to decide this now, but it gives us some food for thought anyway. What we can maybe do with it. Maybe we can. Is there any? Is there anyone, Solara, at the spire we could trust with the knowledge that we have this book? Because I'm guessing it means something to you as well. She doesn't remember. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. Oh, mean a lot she doesn't read the second. Did um, you remember anyone from the spire? I thought she. She knows people from the spire, though. She's been saying. Uh, I mean, um, the person I trust more than anyone at the spire is um, my master, Amon Jahal. He'd be the person to talk to. He's who I want to go see when we're there. We need to okay. tell him we have the book, though, guys. Do we, Solara? We don't have to tell him. We'll just ask about the nem- whatever the book is. Uh, that's the Necronomicon. Yeah. Exactly. We're gonna. That's gonna come Tell up in conversation. Absolutely. Anyone and any and anything could be an agent of their forces, as we well know. And yeah, I mean, it's not like we don't have a target on our heads anyway. But if they find out we got this book, well, it's game over. Isn't D- it? Dick's got Dick's like pointing at everybody, like Rorik, because he's there. Slara. Yeah. Well, we could all be agents. No, as in none of you speak about this book. Oh, okay. okay. And don't talk to your god about the book neither. <laughs> <laughs> no talking. No talking. No fucking talking. <laughs> See, um, Rorik was just about to put his hands together in prayer and then, like, stops. Fine. Exactly. Exactly. Look. I mean, if I did wheel or woe. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. No. 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 No gods. No gods, they have their own agenda. <sighs> yeah. No gods or kings. Only man. And woman. And orc and half elf and species as much. What? <laughs> and and dwarf and yeah. Just us. Right. Well, that was illuminating. Um I don't really know where we go with that except to keep the book even more secret than we already have so far. Uh, I'm not planning to use it yet until we find out not, more not, about not it. Not even say yet, mate. Don't just don't use well, it. Well, let's let's. Uh, hmm. This is interesting because the brain gave us a lot of information about what the Necronomicon can do. So let's gather information on what it can do, why they need it, and then decide what's best to do with it. Also, whether it has any powers of its own, like the. Book of exactly. Yellow. To the library. And Dick is going to storm off towards the library, as I assume everybody else is going to get us ready to jump to where we're going. Yep. And you say library, but it's an airship, so you mean the bookshelves. It's about as best you can. To the bookshelves. <laughs> uh, don't know what you're looking to find there. There's a few uh, sailing magazines, captain's log. There's a, a manual on airship repair. Not exactly a riveting reading. Well, Dick is most disappointed. Dick thought there might be a library on this ship. 
Sophia, take note, we need a library. Roger, Roger. And I will gather up some of these magazines and give them to the floating brain. <laughs> I did have a bag on alchem- a book on alchemy, I think, back in the day. Pre-pod. You like do? Pre, 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 pre-pod. Mm. Don't think I got very far on it with it, to be fair. I think it was just <laughs> too much work. He can learn how to make flashbangs with his non-existent hands. Yeah. Book on Elemental Planes, a tourist guide into Elemental Planes. Look at China. I'm, I'm sure he been. can read that. <laughs> that could have been helpful. Possibly. That's why you should check your inventories. <laughs> nah. Too much effort. Honestly, even in like car- like in game, I'm too lazy to read. <laughs> That's, That's really pretty bad. Depressing. Yeah. Well, oh, I could read, or I could just not. Hmm. Curious. Uh, well, right. So, I guess what's next, then, is to uh, plane shift once more and go back to the material. Yep. Yep. And, uh, en route to Vorik's Spire, or close by. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 we know, Solara knows where it is, doesn't she? So we, we should be pretty pretty spot on. Yep. Should be good, you would think. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, Plane shifting then. Okay. You'll take your positions. You uh, fire up the console mm. and you plane shift with a uh, slight popping noise of air as you disappear from the plane of air and appear back in the material plane. And you appear in front of a rather fantastical looking spire. And I'm going to share with you all so you can see it. Wow. Nice. Oh. Before you It's like the, Hogwarts. No, no, no. It's not like Hogwarts. It's like, you know, that Disney kind of symbol. The Disney castle. The, the, the yeah, Disney that's the one. Castle. Yeah, Princess Castle. That's the one. That's what it looks like. It's, 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 it's like that, but a little bit less princessy. It's kind of like, yeah, a, a grand university in that style, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. Yes. One, uh, Mighty spire jutting straight from the center up to the heavens. And uh, as you all appear before Vorik's spire, mentally preparing yourselves to uh, go back to university, it's uh, time, I suppose, we end the episode. As next week, you're going to go say hello to Solara's bosses. Dipshits. You're the um, you're the, you're the, you're the girlfriend visiting the other the other girl's university for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope you all had fun with that one. Lot of uh, interesting things revealed, I think. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, bunk a lot of anything. Well, it's, it, it, <laughs> it, it it would appear it's rather easy to talk him into something. Trying to talk him out of it is another matter entirely. You just have to phrase it as a dream. <laughs> well, no, no. Um, yeah. To be fair, that this 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 came from a previous discussion outside of the pod that I had with our illustrious DM. You shouldn't talk to each other <laughs> <laughs> ever. Why? Because stupid things happen. <laughs> Look at the at the end of the day, I said. 
I, I, like, like I was just saying to Flo, Matt, it, 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 it was quite simple. It was, a, you know, it was, let's read the book. You said no. I said, but it'll be awesome. And you went, okay, then. <laughs> let's be honest you were going to read it anyway and at least we had some control over it otherwise rather than just finding it missing in the middle of the night along with you how am i how am i going to sneak into anybody's room it was it was it was bound to happen i walk around I, my I, dong out <laughs> i'm just gonna stomp into tommy's room and turn the bag of holding inside out <laughs> Exactly. Drop all that shit everywhere. <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably. <laughs> You'd find another way. Once you might, once your heart's set on something, the, the, the best way to do it is just to try and control the situation around it rather than have it happen behind our backs. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lesson we learned with Rogar, and it's a lesson we need to continue to learn with Dick. Yeah, because <laughs> they're the same person. <laughs> they are not the same person. They're he not was the totally same the same person. They're not the same person. They just cut from similar cloth. Exactly. One of them, the remain good. The other one is evil. One of them is true good. The other one was not. <laughs> <laughs> one of them could have willed the Oathkeeper. The other one definitely could not. <laughs> if only we had Oathkeeper. I know where it is, but not a, no, nobody in the pod does. <laughs> Super not helpful, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. Nope. <laughs> exactly. So at least by me- by remaining with some measure of control over these things, we know what's going on as well. <laughs> yeah. Then just do it behind our backs, and then we have to find about it later on. Hence why Tommy came with. <laughs> Dick, uh, I'm just off to do something. I'm just off to the toilet. So he's like, "All right, okay, yeah, I, I could probably go as well." Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for joining us, everyone. That was Gunpowder Treason, no plots. If you want to support the show? Check out our Patreon over at Patreon.com/slash/GTMP. If you want to uh, help promote the show in any way just go over to itunes or any of the other podcast providers and give us a five-star review other than that if you want to chat to us we are available on twitter i am there as at trees and no my players are there with their player names and gtmp at the end of it we also have a wordpress website and a facebook group all at gunpowder trees and no plot and uh, i will hand over to my co-host to say their own goodbyes it's ask Dick! Hello. My name is Dick Fate, the Agony Ant for Varadin, Doctor, DMD, MD, all the D. This week, we have a letter from Jamie. Jamie writes, Dear Dick, hello from the bubble. We're just wondering, is there any chance... You are going to save us anytime soon. Regards, Jamie. Jamie, the answer is no. I mean, that was a waste of Jamie's time, really. <laughs> he Wasn't tried. It? He was yeah. hoping. Yeah. He right, roll your hoping. dice, Matt. A, it's a... Zero, zero. Is that a hundred? That is a hundred. 
I'm is there a hundred on there? Yeah. Wings of flying. I mean, it could be chicken wings or wings of what else would it be, for fuck's sake? <laughs> if it's not wings of flying, they're just fins like penguins. Fucking fins. Yeah, so they are, while wearing this cloak, you can use an action to command it, uh, speak its command word. This turns the cloak into a pair of bat wings or bird wings on your back for one hour until you repeat the command as an action. The wings give you a flying speed up to 60 feet. When they disappear, you can't use them again for 1d12 hours. Hmm, interesting. Pretty I mean, handy. That would be better than, like, Featherfall. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you, when you... Rogar wants to just jump out a window. You can just fly the fuck out of there. It's, yeah. it's, the, it's kind of the ultimate nope, isn't it? <laughs> for a whole hour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess you've just got to remember if you're still flying an hour later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, real careful on those things. Those uh, bad times. Good, good, yeah, good, good, good time management skills required. <laughs> bad timer on. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for joining us, everyone. We'll see you in two weeks' time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. See ya. I'm Emily. I'm Erica. And we're your new best friends, whether you like it or not. (laughs) Listen to Grow Out of It every Sunday to make fun of us, as all best friends should, while we read our old creative writing from our childhoods. There's a first time for everything, the magnified voice (laughs) replied. Mm -hmm. My name is Morgus, and I will destroy you. (laughs) Classic Morgus. Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects you heard during this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so be sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.